First. In case you were missing what was happening, everybody, because you couldn't oh, it is. hear us. Oh, it is John April was fucking up the intro to the show again. Uh, well, Classic you know what? John. It's it, or, or as I like to call it, another Thursday night at 9 p.m. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not doing all that again. All I'll say is, is I did get the date wrong. It's not May 1st. It, it's April 30th. But holy shit, also, it's fucking May already tomorrow. Like, what the God. fuck? Yeah. Is like, it at least Friday tomorrow? Yes. 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 God, thank fuck. Every day this week was Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday simultaneously. It was rough. Like, like, how come, how come March felt like this... three years and April is just Le- felt April like less than a week. One year. I said so, it to my, I said to my there, wife yeah. over dinner. Yeah, it felt like March crawled, and then it's like April was just—it's gone. And I got <laughs> paycheck came through today, guys. Paycheck came Fuck through. Fuck yeah, paycheck. Get that. Get that money. Yeah, I. <laughs> I was, is Rab okay? <laughs> I didn't even it's realize. Very long work day, and it's shaping up to be an even longer one. So oh, you know. I'm sorry, Rab. As one does. Well, hopefully we can hopefully we can brighten your night for a little well, for an hour and a half. And so, journalism. so, but but yeah, no, I wasn't even aware it was the end of April until literally just now. That's how that's how aware that's how aware I am of the fucking time right now. Yeah, I've been looking. Like, I I can't remember what it was, but like so, I, I you know write articles, and sometimes I will have to reference something that has happened before and be like, oh, last week X said this, or last month this thing happened, and I think I looked at something. Um, from like April seventh to early, like like some some single digit early date in April today, and I was typing it up, and I was like, just last week, and then I was like, wait, hold on, April seventh wasn't last week. What? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I think everybody's everybody's uh, conception of time is is gone. just completely gone. Yeah, like I I have none right now. Um. My sleep schedule is a mess. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I'm not sleeping for shit. Like, just not for, for because I'm anxious and everything is all fucked up. And man, like, I just kind of blowing my mind that it's the end of April right now. So, uh, I just, just really quick before we get into what you've been playing, for people who are listening at home, John, can you throw us through here? Who is actually here on the podcast tonight? Yes, I can. Thank you. Uh, so, here I am. It's me. It's John. Uh, we Zach is running the podcast tonight. Hello, Zach. Hi everybody! It's for everybody Zach. listening to this on on uh, on iTunes or SoundCloud, Zach was just waving. I was, and now he's waving. now he's scratching his beard in a, in a pensive manner. I want you to spend the next hour and a half describing everything that God. Zach does, please. Absolutely! Yeah. Right now he's <laughs> leaning on two fingers and shaking his head and looking. Uh, that's a forlorn look. He's looking forlornly yeah. off. Rev, this is going to be the same exact narration for Rev, the next for, hour Rev, and a half now. <laughs> It's just Zach means Zach. And and Reb is here. Hello, Reb. Thank you. Hi. And and Justin is here. Justin. Hello. 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 And Jeff is here, but we can't see him because he doesn't have his camera on. That's okay. Don't shame Jeff. I, I am alive. That's all you need to know. That's, okay. it's fine. <laughs> That's all I'm, I can you know ask what? for. Given the current circumstances, I'm content with that news. That seems good. <laughs> yeah. Me mm. too. Speaking Sorry, that of... got dark. I'm tired. No, no it's okay. I'll, I'll shape up. Everything is dark and tired right now, right? <laughs> like every, every, it's just that's just life right now, unfortunately. But for the next hour and a half, uh, everybody can put that aside and just talk with us about video games and have fun and enjoy all these wholesome vibes we're going to put out for you. Uh, and I think we're going to kick it off as we always do with what we've been playing. And if 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 anybody doesn't mind, I'd like to start this one off first. All right, John. Um, just because I want to talk about. Uh, I for a minute there, I thought Rev was frozen. 
in that wide-eyed stare. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, we lost Reb. Um, <laughs> but, but so I'm, uh, I'm throwing out my Trials of Mana review uh, on Saturday. We got an influencer code, so we weren't obligated to, to, to do a review. But I'm, gonna, I'm throwing John, one out. John, That's what it's called. They, they called it an influencer code, so that's what they, that's what they called it. Okay. Great, John. Um, Great, John. You know, I, hey, hey, look, that's what they called it, all right? Jeez. No, I, I'm not making fun of you right now. I, yeah, I know. I'm not I even know, making fun guys. of anyone. I'm making fun of the idea of an The influencer. idea of an inf influencer, yeah. It's an, it's an influencer code. It's, uh, woo! Anyway, so we weren't <laughs> obligated to do a review, but I'm, I'm going to throw one out anyway. But I, I just want to say a, a quick few things about the game itself. Um, as somebody who put 75 hours into Collection of Mana, specifically uh, Seiken Densetsu 3, which is Trials of Mana for Super Nintendo, that released on Switch last year. It was the first time we'd ever gotten that game stateside, and I, I loved it. It's probably the most beautiful Super Nintendo game I've ever played. The remake is 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 good. No, I'm not reviewing it in Baby Talk. I'm not reviewing it in Ubu Speak. It's not going to happen. Uh, although I will say, uh, right off the bat, this game has the worst uh, voice acting I've I've ever heard in any game anywhere i feel like, like, like that's it's, hyperbole john no it's really not like like i i, I, john, I said, i've shown you sleep uh sleepy time no john, no, 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 no 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 clips no. of I, deadly premonition no i no. this is worse how about this let's compromise worse. the worst voice acting in modern video game history okay, okay. I, right. no th this is th so i i sent some to dio and i'm sure dio and chat will will uh will confirm that it's really especially the character charlotte uh, who speaks completely in uwu speak i can't believe this is a thing that square well, allowed to happen can i ask what uwu speak is so yeah, basically it's re it's replacing oh. all the r's and l's with uh, w twitter account uh what's the someone in chat what's the news like, account well, that does things in like pretty please like, like that so, like what like elmer fudd yeah the whole game the whole game uh -uh, i select i selected charlotte i selected charlotte as one of my characters and after literally 30 seconds of hearing her speak and thinking about listening to that for 25 hours, I started the game over and picked a different character because I was like, I am not doing that. And in, and even the, even the, the rest of the voice acting ah. is bad. Like you'll, you'll encounter a ghost and he literally goes, I'm a ghost. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fucking uh, like, uh, Jeff, uh, Imran just linked in chat. Exactly what I was looking for. Uh, waking new woos uh, is, <laughs> Basically, a bunch of headlines written in Ubu speak. If you just want a quick primer on what that sounds like, <laughs> you click on uh, that. And just read a couple. Okay. <laughs> Look, like, like, uh, like it's very clearly a low, like it's a lower budget title, and it shows. Um, I played it on PS4 Pro, and although the game ran well, it runs at a pretty smooth 60 uh, frames per second. There's a lot of texture pop in. There's a lot of muddy textures. Um, it, it, you know, it's it, there's not a single story beat that's been changed, and I feel like my 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 feelings on this game would have been stronger had I Wait, not just played John, Final Fantasy VII Remake. John, can I just get a uh, rewind here? What is this yeah. for people who have not heard of this series? I'm sorry, and that's I'm mostly asking for me. So oh, that's fine. That, that, what, that's is fine. That's fine. So, remake? yes, okay, yeah, it, it is a remake uh, okay. in, in the sense that you know the combat the is different. Before the yes told me a lot. It's an actual, uh, it's an actual like action RPG now. Like it's, you know, you don't have to wait for your attacks anymore. Like, you know, like you did in Trials of Mana. Um, it's really simple. Um, you know, it's you, it's a button masher, and you dodge around and you button mash. Like that's that's what you do. Um, as far as I can tell, like I, I finished the game in about twenty-ish hours. Not a single story beat was changed uh, from the original game for Super Nintendo. Like it's all the same story beats. It's all the same characters. 
And it, it's fine. It, it's fine. I don't feel like this needed to exist. I don't feel like anybody was asking for a remake of Trials of Mana. And I, I having finished the game, I would have rather Square Enix put effort into something else, maybe. Because I, I just don't feel this was necessary. And it had the really bad misfortune to follow something like Final Fantasy VII Remake, which completely turned that original game on its head. And this is just more of the same, but 3D. Like, I mean, it's fine. I don't see myself playing it again. Uh, but... Yeah, it's all right. I'm going to I'm going to toss a review out, a video review out on Saturday if anybody wants to actually hear my in-depth feelings on it. Uh, but it's you know, at 49.99, I think it's a little too expensive. Maybe a good summer game? Maybe. Um, but 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 again, like I mean if if it look, if you need an RPG to play this summer, like there are better options out there in my opinion, like Xenoblade. What I was going to say was Xenoblade Chronicles is coming out at the end of May. You've got Persona 5 Royal right now, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, there are better there are better JRPGs to spend your time with right like now, in Halo. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, like Halo. Yeah, Halo is like uh, an, an amazing JRPG. <laughs> like Halo. You know? You know what? Uh, I'm just imagining a Halo tier, like RPG in my head, and it could be pretty cool. Yeah, it could be sick, actually. Oh. Yeah. Wasn't there like that MMO Halo game that got canceled? Wait, there was mean, some mean, leak um... stuff from... No, not the Mega Bloks one. No. Uh, there, it was basically like World of Halo. Uh, <laughs> and there's like a picture of like this really like cartoony looking like Spartan going to fight like a cartoony looking grave mine <laughs> and stuff. It looks very funny. What was the what was the initial Halo like uh, video? What was the, it wasn't an FPS, right? It was, oh, it was originally an it was originally an rts that was supposed right. to be exclusive for mac yep. yeah, that's right. uh, that was what halo originally was mm. um, mac was a little less popular back then th mm. things changed quite a bit in development <laughs> yep. for that game uh, yeah wasn't it like what didn't didn't steve jobs wasn't he the original uh presenter for yeah. what halo yes. was going to yes be? he was halo, the rts halo was supposed to be like the original big push right. for mac gaming Reb is and then to hear this Halo. No, sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> and then I, I apologize for all Stop, of my demeanor tonight. I had a very long day. I believe you. Stop. You don't need to my, apologize. My arms are the wrong direction right now because they've been sitting <laughs> in my computer. Wait, what do you mean? Do you mean like they should be like this? <laughs> no, or... I'm putting. I'm trying to stretch them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry for interrupting. Please, please, please keep talking about this. It, we were just. I mean, that was it. it. That was. Yeah, that was it. Oh. Has Sorry. anybody before I talk about what I've been playing? Has anybody been talking about like? Does anybody want to talk about what they've been playing that's particularly interesting and and, and good? Uh, I I replayed Titanfall two again for like the fourth or fifth time this week. Still good. And yeah, still very good. And it's on sale for like four to six dollars on almost any store. Buy that game, please. It's very very good. Um. I love BT. <laughs> he, he, um, and yeah, I'm probably going to continue to replay that every every now and then. But aside from that, not really much else. Sick. I just want to say that I am now um, at 270 hours in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm. Um, that is too many. I am not stopping. Um, I have begun to solve the flower problem, the aforementioned flower problem. And what the fuck? The fake paintings are haunted. That's so much cooler than just having a fake, fake painting. It's very alarming. I I'm love scared. it. Yeah. It's really good. If you don't know what that is, that was news that like happened today. Go look up the Animal Crossing fake paintings haunted. It's so cool. I love this game. That's it. I have nothing new to say about Animal Crossing, Jeff, except that I still love it. Jeff, have you been playing Animal Crossing too? 
Uh, I have, but you know what? I um, I actually did uh, an entire episode on that with uh, Reb and John, which uh, mm-hmm. everyone all... can listen to. Yeah, you can find that on uh, on our on mm. iTunes and SoundCloud and Spotify and YouTube. You can find that stuff there. Sure smash can. that subscribe button. You can um, smash man. that like button if you want. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I don't I don't want to go into Animal Crossing too much more, but yes, I've been playing that and it's wonderful. Um, I've also been playing a game. I don't know if you guys heard of it. FF Seven remake. No, uh, no. What is that? Please, Taylor. please tell me more. It's a niche okay. RPG from like a hundred years ago. They just oh, it. interesting. I didn't realize. Uh, that we've also done a full spoiler cast on and interviewed one of the voice actors. True. Yeah. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll skip that one. Um, oh, about, yeah. No, Jeff. Please. That's fine. No, Jeff. No, I don't no, have much Jeff, to say. I want to hear about your thoughts Same about. You, no, Jeff. Jeff I was just plugging the other stuff that we've I done. Know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to. I, I didn't mean to sound like I was cutting. I, you I off. was not going to go in depth on it anyway. Um, it's. I, I apologize. <laughs> it's it's fine. I'm halfway through, uh, and I don't like. I just I'm I'm really bad at articulating my thoughts on games lately. Other than like, it's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's uh, all it needs to be. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's basically everything I wanted out of the game. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of criticism of it, and I'm sure I, I can look at it and say there's problems. But most of those problems for me were in the original game, and they're just ingrained. Like. It's just exactly what I wanted in a modern interpretation of it, warts and all. Um, I love just all the little details, and a lot of it's nostalgia, and I don't care. Uh, I think it is a great game on its own right, but I think yeah. specifically um, they did a good job of, of kind of balancing that act between realizing there'd be new players, trying to modernize it, and then still keeping a lot of things that are important to the fans of the original, which is really, really tough to do. But what I really want to talk about, and you guys are going to wish I talked about FF7 because I'm going to bore everyone except for probably two people uh is i'm gonna talk about session which is a, uh, a yeah. oh yeah um so session it's in early access right now i think it's only on steam uh so there's like basically when people think skateboarding games you think either tony hawk pro skater or skate uh i love tony hawk pro skater i was never a big fan of skate it didn't feel quite simmy enough for me but it wasn't arcade enough to be like tony i don't know it just it never felt good to me to play or felt right and i'm sure that offends a lot of people but i don't care um so i I didn't play much of it so i can't speak into detail on it but session is fucking awesome i am shocked that this is an early access game because aside from the fact that it only has i think like five maps or something like that um it feels very good it looks really good uh there's some weird quirkiness with like the collision detection on grinds like I can do a nose slide, which should just be the front lip of your board, but I can do it on a ledge while my wheels are like flat on the ground, which should just send me flat. I don't know. So there's like, it's got some bugs, but it, um, it's it's just like a really slow pace. And what I love about it is, as someone who skateboarded a lot before I, I fucked up my body and got old, um, is <laughs> so much of my time when I was younger skateboarding is you kind of like find a set of stairs and you spend two hours just trying to kick flip those stairs or something like that. You wipe out like a hundred times, but like so much of it is just like picking something you want to do and then just trying over and over again until you do it. Uh, whereas Tony Hawk games are more focused on like super long combos and point systems. There's no points in this that I've seen. Uh, there's like some challenges and stuff like that, but basically it's just a super chill game. They've got like this awesome lounge soundtrack. Uh, there's a few radio channels. Um, you can get off your board and walk around, which helps because, like, then you, you don't have to, like, kind of awkwardly navigate and try and get up to a certain spot. You can just walk up the stairs and say, I want to board slide this rail. And you can just do it over and over again. There's, like, a replay system. Um, but it, 
what I'm amazed at, and I can tell it's designed by people who skate, is like there's so much. Uh, there's parts of games that combine to really help the overall feel of the game, and I think they're underappreciated. Like all the little pieces put together. Like I think I saw a demo one time of someone just took out screen shake from a game. Uh, and like what that does to like the impact when you get like shot or something happens, it's just like the game feels so sterile without it. And the little details in this game, like when you lean on the board and you see the board and the trucks, um, just the animation on that and the way it slowly tilts and it's not jerky or, uh, the actual animations for when you kick off and, and pop the back of the board and bring your foot up. And there's like slight variations. So if you bring your foot straight out to do a kickflip, it'll do it really fast. But if you kind of drag it up toward the nose at an angle, it goes a lot slower and you might only get a three quarter rotation and, and wipe out. Like it's, it's just, every little thing is so pristine. It like captures the feeling of that so well. I'm just blown away. If anyone has like any interest in skateboarding games or is like me and uh, their body can't handle it for real. And you just want to, <laughs> you just want to inject yourself into a younger version on your computer. Uh, it's, it's definitely, I think, worth a try. It's only like twenty bucks Canadian, which is like three U.S. dollars or something. <laughs> who's, the, <laughs> who's the developer? Oh, it's an indie studio, right? It's Creature, I think. It, it's a lot of the skate devs, right? I don't know. Uh, I honestly d- don't know. I didn't hear about it uh, until just a month or so ago. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I could give them credit, but so would you say? So obviously, Tony Hawk way on one end of the spectrum is like a, mm. a very arcade game. Mm. And then you said skate feels somewhere in the middle between arcade and, and sim. Is this very much uh, on the other <laughs> end, which is like 100% sim, or does it feel still a little bit arcadey? Uh, I mean, it's very, very easy to pull off basic tricks like all these kick flips, heel flips on flat ground. So I would say it's not. Mm, it's definitely closer to sim. Okay. Um, like for example, like if you're trying to do a board slide, and you have to manually do an ollie, then you have to release all of the control inputs. And then while you're in mid-air, you have to turn your body 180. Then you have to use the analog sticks to center your weight on the rail. And if you're off by a little bit and your truck or wheels catch the rail, you'll bail. If your balance is off, you'll wipe out and fall. Like it's, there's a lot and it, it's a pretty big learning curve. It takes a lot to get the feel for everything, but it's very heavy on the sim. I just, I, I'm fuzzy on the skate comparison because I haven't played that series Fair in like enough. 10 years. and I didn't play much of it to begin with, but um, this is, I would say this is like Gran Turismo where... Uh, it's like a sim but then there's still those people who are like oh it's not really a sim so it's it's pretty realistic and it's pretty fucking hard but on the flip side it's very rewarding when you like pull off really simple stuff sick well it sounds like fun and and like i think so so as far as i know they have at least an xbox port planned where it's coming later once the game has a little bit of its its pc core i think it's coming really soon because their latest update i saw on steam from like a week ago said their next milestone is the xbox milestone so it's probably like the xbox preview or something like that cool so that's yeah it seems cool and like you said 20 bucks canadian i think it's still 20 bucks us too so it's up on steam Ah. right now so cool so I think I want to talk about, so I have been playing, this game came out last summer on PC, um, but I had an opportunity to check out uh, Telling Lies from Annapurna uh, and Sam Barlow. It just came to console, it just came to to Switch, Xbox, and PS4. Have any of you guys played that game? I played like five minutes of it, I was really excited about it, but then like I had to go do something else and I... I, I didn't come back to it in time. I want to play it. Okay. It looks good. Okay. I this is, I have played her story. I have not played Telling Lies. I loved her story though. Okay. 
this is the one where this is the one where where it uses actual video of real actors, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, four yeah. of them. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I know this game. Is, it, is the proper Justin? You'll 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 know. Is the proper term for this VFM? Where it's, uh, like, where it's like real. It's basically like FMV. F- FMV. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I've had a yeah. FMV. I've had a margarita. Um, so, uh, but so 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 basically, the premise of the game, without spoiling anything, is uh, you have been given software on a computer uh, that is NSA software, and the whole layering is really bizarre. Where the opacity is really low, and it feels like it's first person perspective when you're looking at your computer. Like you see yourself, uh, the woman you're playing as, like reflected on your TV screen, which is very strange. Uh, and then you're clicking through video files, and you're watching these video files that are from four different perspectives, and they are one side of, like, think of FaceTime calls. But instead of having, uh, like, if Reb and I are on a FaceTime call, instead of it being you hear Reb and me, you can only hear one person at a time. So you hear half of a conversation. And then from that half of a conversation, you can learn new things about a narrative. And all of these videos have dates and times assigned to them. And you have to try to pair the videos up to each other to try to streamline a narrative. And then you can keyword search in this NSA uh, uh, search key term all of the words that are being said to try to like further string along a narrative. And so you were playing uh, as you were trying to track this guy who is an FBI agent um, who, who is married, um, who is trying to infiltrate a leftist uh, organization uh, that the FBI deems to be a risk. Um, and then also like some of like his own personal life stuff. And you were trying to streamline this narrative that follows basically 18 months of his life. Um, and it's interesting, like, my wife and I were playing it together last night on Xbox, um, and we were, like, an hour in, and we think we saw what we think is the final scene of the game, but we don't have enough information to, like, fully streamline what the context, um, of, of why the character was doing the things he was doing, but it's, it's super interesting. You're basically, like, just, just scrubbing through, like, hours and hours of footage from four different perspectives and trying to figure out, okay, like, um, what was this guy, you know, he's an FBI agent, what was, like, his genuine life and how he actually felt with the people he was around, and then what was his character he was playing. Um, and so characters have aliases, right? And so you're trying to, like, shovel through all of that. Um, and keywords, which it's, it's been, um, honestly fascinating. And, like, I didn't think the port would work on console because, obviously, like, scrubbing through footage feels like such a native PC thing. Um, but it's weird, like... So again, you're playing as this woman. You can always see like her her watching the screen at like a ten percent opacity. But like every once in a while, like her cat will just jump across the keyboard, and you'll like <laughs> see it interrupt the footage of like you just trying to watch this thing, and it's it's wild. Um, yeah, it's kind of like when Robo jumps up on Reb's desk whenever she's w- whenever is, she's podcasting. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. it is just that. Um, but yeah, so so again, it's called. I think it's from the studio called. Drowning a Mermaid? I want to say is Sam Barlow's studio. He made uh, Her Story is also. Is that right, Justin? Yes. And this sounds very similar to Her Story, where, like, that was just a bunch of, like, clips from an interview, and then you just searched keywords, and then it would bring up all relevant clips. Um, Which was a really cool way, because I remember... I remember partway through, I ended up searching a keyword that was... And then, like, got a clip that was part of, like, the big revelation for what actually happened in that mystery. And it was like, oh, crap. And then I had, like, three or four other keywords to search to, like, assemble everything to get to that point. It was really, really cool. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, it's that same concept, right? So, so your guy's name yeah. is David, but 
when he's talking to his wife, he's got one last name. When he's talking to uh, a contact within the FBI, he's got another last name. And then he's got a, um, a girlfriend uh, that he's trying to infiltrate with. He's got a, a third last name. And then he's a fourth last name that's, like, like one of his, like, um... Like basically, like I guess I'll say this. I, this isn't really a spoiler. He like he he like befriends like um, uh, a sex worker, and he gives her a different last name that his that he's going under. And so these are all. F- so basically, for the same character, you have four different uh, uh, last names that you could be plugging in and uh, into the search terms to try to pull up videos that correspond with where they are in the narrative. And you try to like. Like, honestly, playing it, I wanted to have, like, a notepad in front of me where I can keep track of the dates. Yeah. So I can see, like, okay, I know this person did this to him uh, in July, but in May, they were really close friends. So, like, what happened in June that led to this falling out? Um, and I don't really know what success looks like so far, right? Because so far, I, I it's weird. Like, you watch the clips, and in my head, I think I know where the story is going. But there's no way in the game to track, like... Like, you don't really keep track of your... Like, you don't really build a timeline. Uh, so you just have to take notes, basically. Basically. Um, but it's it's so unique. And I didn't play her story. Um, but, I mean, Sam Barlow is just kind of known for this kind of um, storytelling. And, and I don't know. It's It's been really compelling. So it's been on PC for a while. Uh, and then it just came to Switch, PC, and PS... Wait, I'm sorry. Switch... Xbox and PS4 uh, this week. It just like it was like a shadow drop. Like it just came randomly on like Tuesday. Um, but it's a cool video game, and I haven't said anything too spoilery um, unless my margarita is erasing my memory. But it has been a very, <laughs> it has been a very cool video game, and I think it retails for twenty or twenty five bucks, which seems like kind of a steal for like I don't know four or five hours of like thriller mystery um, that is like easily digestible um, with a friend who is also an adult because there are some adult themes but uh, it's a cool game and i like it and people should play this video game and that's I all i have, I have to, to get say. back to it it's sick i've been looking for something else to get back to because i'm dumping so much time into animal crossing and i want to pick up another game but i'm not sure what so maybe i'll maybe i'll think about I, doing that over again i'm like only five minutes i've, I've I'm watched th- like two videos i could get into it yeah more. telling lies is on my is on my list and finally getting around to playing deadly premonition is also on my list um, especially now that we got the date for the sequel, um, coming in July. Um, and now that I've watched Twin Peaks, cause I initially had a chance to play it, but I hadn't watched Twin Peaks at that point. Uh, and since then I have, so I, I'm hoping maybe I'll probably grab a couple of those and get into those this week. Sweet. So yeah, before... I want to finish Kentucky Route Zero soon. Too. Yes, please, Dreb. That's like easily one of my favorite games this year. So I finished good. chapter. I finished the Act Three. Okay, so you're just about to okay. Cool. To, you're just about to get to the the um, well, the good. I mean, it's all good shit. But yeah. Okay. Do, yeah. Before we get into like our our meaty topic of the night, does anybody have any questions about anything anyone's been playing, uh, or telling lies? Again, shouts out uh for for telling lies. That game's sick, and I'm happy. How's that, that Margarita Zach? Oh, am I that is embarrassing? Really, you should, no, no, no. I want you to have another one. You're a delight as usual. Yeah, you're always a delight. Okay. I, I, I will say that uh, Streets Rage 4 is very, very, very good, and you should yeah. definitely so go pick it up. That game is good. I'm so glad that game is getting reviewed well. It's good. Yeah, it's 
I've been playing it on my Switch Lite, and it is just gorgeous. It's like Justin said earlier; it's one of the best looking 2D games I've ever seen. John, like it is, it is just a phenomenally beautiful. John, game. it's on like every platform. in the closet again. Uh oh, <laughs> John, it's on like every platform except for Stadia, right? Is that sound about right? Yes, I don't know if it's on. I don't. I don't want to say it's not on Stadia because I I don't know, okay. but it Sorry. is on Xbox and uh, Switch and PS4, and I think it's probably on PC. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, Switch is perfect for this game because it's short. It's a side-scrolling beat 'em up. There's a lot of things to unlock. It's it's a it's a natural fit, and it's just a really good game. It's it's so it, I know for a fact that it's it's it. So it launched day and date with Xbox Game Pass on PC and on Xbox right. with Play Anywhere, so you can carry your progress between the two. Right. I do know there are considerable issues with the Windows Store version. You know that of, sounds about right. <laughs> uh, which sounds familiar. Um, it sounds like every version, at least every console version, is an excellent port. From what I can, from what I can gleam, uh, people are having issues starting it uh, from the Windows Store. Uh, so be warned about that. But it sounds like the game is very much worth your worth your there time. Is question, um, there is a question. I want to check that. There is a question in chat about online co-op. Yes, yes. the game does yeah. have online co-op. So it's a, it's, just, it's just a lot of fun. Especially if you like side-scrolling beat-em-ups or Streets of Rage at all. You can actually unlock the old pixelated characters from the Sega Genesis games too. Uh, which I think is really, really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, wanted to give Streets of Rage a quick shout out. Sick. All right, are we ready to talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla? <clears throat> okay, I, be, be, so before we talk about Assassin's Creed, can we talk about the indivisible thing real quick? Yes, Do you mind? I'm sorry. Because yes. it's going to be fast. Yeah, this, this no, 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 is no, such no, a right weird. Over. This is such a weird story that I want to talk about it. Okay. So, so, so indivisible for anybody who doesn't know is a kickstarted as a is a Kickstarter game. Uh, it's a 2D side-scrolling RPG in the vein of Valkyrie Profile. The, the battle system is very similar. The world exploration is very similar. Uh, a lot of platforming, stuff like that. Um, and it came out on PS4, PC, and Xbox last September, I believe. Last September or October. And it was slated to come out on the Switch. Um, so this week, uh, 505 Games published it uh, you know they're the publisher they dropped it on the switch without even telling the devs let alone anyone else wait is that and, confirmed like that's the like that's how yes it yep that, that is, is how confirmed it they just that is straight from the developers they they oh. the developers were, found out it was on switch because people were congratulating them for their switch launch that's and uh and not only that uh, but the game launched it's an older build of the game uh without the day one patch and the actual these the eShop art was wrong. Um, it was it was it was the wrong art for the eShop page, and it just the whole thing is so is so fucking bizarre. And uh, and I just I don't understand how something like this actually happens. Um, like like I, I'm not I'm not smart on 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 the relationship between publishers and devs, but I do know like there's not just a magic button you accidentally push and then you go oh shit I accidentally. I accidentally published the store to the, or the game to the storefront. Like it's more involved than that. So I'm, I'm trying to like Reb is somebody with some industry knowledge. Like, like you may or may not know about this kind of stuff, but like, what, what do you think happened there? Like, I think that five Oh five dropped a ball somewhere. Um, not really sure. I, I mean, I, I'm not a developer. I don't, or a publisher. Yeah. I don't know quite the, spe I don't know either quite what the specifics are and how you get a game to show up on the eShop. E I, I kind of do think there's just like a button you push. Is there just a button you push? But well, I, but, I mean, every, 
every game has to go through cert on every platform right, and a lot of times right. they so, fail like it's right so to a degree right like so there's th there are things that you have to do like you have to go through certification like you have to get like x y and z approved you have to get like your build in there you have to get like a store page and all of that like there, there's a lot of things you have to do but i'm pretty sure that there is a point in the process like once all of that has been cleared where you are ready to go and it is just up to somebody in charge to say okay we're live now like, I'm pretty sure that's how it works, but I, again, I don't know, so sorry if that's just extremely wrong. Um, but I think it does end up being in the hands of the publisher when that happens. And so what it looks like happened is 505 just, like, published a... An, uh, like, like the build's complete. Like, it's it's not, it's a full build of the game. Like, it's an older build. Um, it's the one... I, I'm not sure which build it is, but it's, it's like a full one... Uh, that was out earlier, but like PC yeah. and, and the other platforms have since had updates for like New Game Plus and like some other things. New too. and co-op too. Like, yeah, and co-op. Yeah. So it's like an older build of the game, and it. But it definitely seems like it's Five Hundred Five's fault because like based on so um one of the programmers is a programmer. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's one of the programmers was uh, tweeting about it and was kind of trying to diplomatically say, hey, we didn't know anything about this. I Also, the localization people didn't know about it either. Everybody was great. And, or sorry, the port people. The port people didn't know about it either. Like, nobody knew about it. So uh, um, the, the tweet that I thought was very interesting was he said, in the most politically correct answer imaginable, I will just say that perhaps posts detailing similar situations about a game that shares some familial ties with Indivisible might possibly be happened upon if you were to look hard enough. I mean, no official comment. Oh, Wait. and then he said, and I don't mean Skullgirls. So my guess from that is that he's talking about Bloodstained. Because if you remember, Bloodstained Switch release was also a it giant was, mess. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and the familial ties in that case would be 505. 505. Now, I'm speculating. I don't fucking know. No one's giving me a comment. Um, but it I seems mean, like 505 is just not having a good time with in Switch. In general, like, even when stuff releases when it's supposed to and everything, I have found a lot of releases from 505 to be very buggy um at launch i don't feel um, what I don't, that seems that seems again i'm not trying to like argue with you but like that feels super mm -hmm. anecdotal like like uh control was it was like a obviously like the opposite situation like that game launched in pretty much great great standard it had pretty bad performance they had to fix it a couple weeks later but it's, yeah it's but also sure not on yeah Switch. yeah also very true yeah i think 505 and switch is one story mm -hmm. i but i also yeah. think that like i i guess i would be reluctant to say it is 505's fault that like control launched with iffy performance i'm more especially as somebody who played uh uh, uh quantum break this this generation uh <laughs> fair yeah yeah no i mean it seems weird and, and and i guess it's like is this a 505 issue is this uh, something to do with how does the Switch have a very different uh, uh, submission and publishing uh, uh, arrangement uh, so, compared to other platforms. It's it's a bizarre so scenario, no matter what. Who can say? Right. In the case of you know, in the case of Bloodborne, I feel like it wasn't being Blood. really... bloodstained. No Bloodborne. Sorry, it's not Bloodborne. No Jesus Bloodborne. Christ. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I meant to say Bloodstained. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. In the case... It's only Monday. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, Rev, don't do that. Uh, Jesus. It's only March, guys. Um, uh, in the case of Bloodstained, uh, it launched on PS4 and Xbox One in pretty good condition. It ran pretty well. Um, I feel like a lot of the problems on Switch were more the fault of uh, of the dev team and just just it not being optimized well for Switch. Uh, you, you know, it's it's not. I mean, Ega knew that it was being published on Switch. It just wasn't ready to be published. Um, 
so so I, I I'm not sure I would necessarily say that it was 505's entirely 505's fault that that the Bloodstained launched the way it did on Switch. However, having said that, this is 110% their fault, and and you know it's not only is it unfortunate for uh for you know the game itself because you know it got pushed without features that other consoles have now it's unfortunate for the devs because there was no marketing push at all for the switch version right you only get you one know, like, first impression opportunity yeah and and it was just they just pooped it out and yeah. didn't bother saying a single they didn't even tweet about it it was just out it was just yeah. out 505 I mean, didn't actually say it, like, the... six hours later or something. i'm sure it was I a think... yeah fuck up Right. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a fuck up. I'm sure like, it I think was. the other big loss here that again is would be on 505 and it indicates is it it's a mistake is there was no lead up. There was no yeah. the, the release date for Switch was still TBA. There was no official release date for it yet. Um, there was no PR. There was no marketing lead up. Just nothing. And that is that's why it's clearly a mistake, right? Because like you don't. That's not just a bummer for the developers. Like that fucks over the publisher too. Like they're supposed to get money from this, and they're not going to get their money if there's a fuck up like that. I feel so. like this this only happens in like a COVID world in which people are like, "Yeah, we pushed it live." <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> like I don't know. I was trying yeah. to figure out. I thought when I saw that, I was like, I feel like we've had a similar story recently. What could that have been? Um, if you recall, uh, when Apple Arcade launched, a bunch of developers like didn't oh, know. That oh, that's right. Apple Arcade oh, at yeah. launch or something. And they were like, wait, hold on. Or they were launching early. They were that's like, right. Their games were just out and some of them were like not finished, like older builds. And they were like, wait, hold on. Wait, you didn't tell us, Apple. But that's an interesting, because like you think when Apple would have its shit together on that. Um, I'm not going to lie. What's up with Apple Arcade? I, I kind of forgot Apple Arcade existed since... until Rev just since gotta yeah. cancel that subscription guys <laughs> yeah, it seems like I, it's fun i don't know yeah i i haven't i forgot i forgot it was even a thing well that's i mean I think, I think apple arcade is one of those things that's like not for not, it's not for people who are yeah. like deeply online and like super gamers totally. like it, it's for yeah it's good for like particular demographics of people. if you're like. extremely online then apple arcade uh apple arcade isn't for you if you're extremely uh, online a lot of things are not that's for you. true <laughs> does, anybody, does anybody play indivisible or do we have anything else we need to yeah. say about this game yeah I no indivisible. I, it's great it's that's what i gotta say it's good okay yeah. the music it. yeah it's cool yeah all right jeff have you played indivisible i have not i i don't think i had heard of it until this happened Unless someone on this podcast talked about it on a previous show, in which case I, I have not. did hear about it, but my memory is terrible. So <laughs> it's not that I wasn't listening to you. I'm just imagining a show where John talked about it for like 40 minutes. And <laughs> and then he's like, what? Well, uh, yeah, no. I think I may have talked about it after a PAX briefly, but also if I was talking about it after a PAX, I was talking all... about a bunch of other games along with everyone else. Sure. So, you know, no, no worries there. All right, let's hop into that uh, Assassin's Creed uh, sure. talk. Zach, you want to kick us off? Yeah, absolutely. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, uh, previously known as Assassin's Creed Kingdom or Kingdoms, uh, like most Assassin's Creed games in the last five years, um, has kind of been floating around in, in the rumor sphere uh, for the last year or so about what the game would be. And of course, yesterday uh, at 8 a.m. they announced they were going to have a stream in which they showed like eight hours of boss logic doing a very very cool uh um building of the game's kind of key art using photoshop where he was sort of like these very crude assets of like very blown out like 240 by by 100 mm. pixel things and he slowly build it out into like this very impressive key art and it took like eight hours and then today they showed uh, a cinematic trailer it is a game taking place uh, it's obviously assassin's creed valhalla uh, it takes place uh, as the Vikings during um, basically their their feuds. 
these are not the right words feuds with the british they're feuds with the british uh and it seems interesting it feels like it's juxtaposing against the narrative that we've heard a lot about vikings which is like the british are people just trying to live their lives and the vikings came to raid the game feels seems like it's rejecting that and it's actually saying no like the british painted the vikings this way when the vikings were actually very very different and maybe we're reacting to the way they were being treated rather than being um you know the aggressors and so i'm interested in that um but there's also a greater narrative here too which is um one how the game contrasts to old school Assassin's Creed, it seems to be continuing the RPG path of being very much like The Witcher, less stealth, more traditional RPG, uh, sword and shield stuff, but also people seem to be uh, a little bit disappointed in uh, the way they present the protagonist in this trailer. Um, Reb has her hand up. Reb, take it away. Yeah, um, did you all know, did everybody know that there are both uh, male and female protagonist options again in this game? Um, if you watched the cinematic trailer, you would have absolutely no idea. You would have no uh, idea. About that information, which is a, just a damn shame. Um, they, it appears that they have revealed this, they, they revealed, they gave that information in a couple of interviews, um, but the very first image that most of us saw of uh, Avor, I guess is the last name, and I'm going to... I'm going to call her like Lady Eivor here, but I think it's ridiculous that we should have Shep and Fem Shep because, man, it's not the default state of being. Um, but, uh, yeah, they revealed her in a, like a figurine um, that's yep. part of one of the collector's editions or something. And that was just like the first we don't have. I mean, I guess I think there's some screenshots on a website somewhere, but they're just like some. I don't fucking know where she's they are. She's also like, in the key art, but like she's like so so like the key art from yesterday from Boss Logic. Again, this is going to be nothing. Are you nothing. fucking shitting me? Really? So so this is the people. Okay, this is, means not the people who are listening to this and not watching it. But the key art is like the the ice over here and the, the castle over here and the the, yeah, okay. the the man with the beard holding an axe. In the yes, back yes. corner, you uh, you can draw comparisons of someone holding an axe, a, a woman holding an axe to the woman on here. But like, it is so are, underplayed. The, are you fucking shitting? Yeah, me she's this? in the background okay. holding an axe up. I think is. Oh is, my god! Um, All right, so I'm just like really, I'm just like bummed out about that, right? Because yeah. like they did I don't it last know. year too, uh, at least on the box art for for Odyssey. Yeah, it's been kind of funny to sort of watch the way people have tried to get into my Twitter mentions and talk to me about this because a lot of people are like, oh, well, Cassandra was in all the marketing for the previous Assassin's Creed, so they wanted to switch it back up. No, she wasn't. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, Alexis that... was the default for most of it. It's just that everybody lost their shit on social media over Cassandra because she's fantastic yeah. and beautiful and perfect in every way. It was biceps. Um, and so, like, everybody felt, well, not, and not even everybody, like, apparently, I think the breakdown was that more people actually played as Alexios, but Cassandra was just, like, fucking cooler. And we Although, it's, it is funny that you, that, that, like, that's true, because, like, in my sphere, I don't know a single person that played Odyssey that played as Alexios. Like, every single person I have spoken to or seen a, seen a screenshot posted from was always Cassandra. Like, it's, it's very, it's very kind of strange to see that that divide yeah i think it's i mean just like it's a bummer and i so i i want to preface this by saying that i don't mm, i i feel like a little bit guilty and i know i shouldn't feel guilty but i feel like slightly guilty for picking on ubisoft about this because this is just a thing that video games do but i think it's been i think it's been kind of a little bit more obvious with ubisoft because they they sometimes like take you know a couple steps forward and then a couple steps back on it like they keep like pretending like oh we're gonna do this thing and make sure that like we kind of diversify a little bit and then they just kind of back off a little, a little bit and it's very frustrating but um there's this whole problem with like may like like white man being like the default yeah. like state of being in video games 
And it's just really exasperating that that is just like always, always like for like story-based games. Like there's a game with character customization. Like there's there's all kinds of things like that. But it's just very funny that frustrating that this is like just always the default state of being every single time. Um, and the Assassin's Creed series has like this long hit. Like they you know had male protagonists for the longest time. Um, and then when they started including lady protagonists, it was, you know, as a second option for some of the missions, but not all of them. Or, you know, in the case of Cassandra, it was okay, you know, they have equal footing, right? Like they have these kind of separate stories, um, but we're going to, you know, put all the marketing on Alexios, right? And so this just feels like more of the same. Like totally. it's, it's always sort of like, they're just too afraid. They're too afraid to make a fucking game where it's just a woman, where it's well, just a woman assassin. Just do it. I, I wasn't, there was one, I know. Do you remember, who here remembers what happened? when they put a woman on the cover of battlefront five yeah, or, uh, or, battlefield. Or, or, or battlefield sorry yeah battlefield yeah. five and, and 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 people lost their fucking minds um and you know, oh, EA? No... yeah that was, yeah. EA EA was like yeah. fucking deal with it they did yeah, yeah. and 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 EA, ea was like kiss kiss our fucking asses like just a woman it's... on the cover get over it um and and you know, I feel like reactions like reactions like that are the reason that more publishers don't do that, um, because they just want to avoid getting getting screamed at by well, a mean, small but vocal base another, of really angry white male gamers. Another game where it's like coming up is with Cyberpunk. Like that big forty-five minute like gameplay reveal trailer was playing. Um, you know like as a woman character and she looked so fucking cool like and then the box art is just yellow Generic. with a bald guy with a gun yeah. like i'm like you could like even if they just wanted it to be a character mm. picture like, you already showed us a lot of gameplay with a way cooler character and like the collectible thing like the collectible statue that comes with it is you know the bald guy it's like i'm not gonna play as bald guy like i i'm gonna play as a more interesting looking character so like it's it's just it's really frustrating when they do that because a lot of the stuff that like you can purchase even like like cassandra is really cool but like weren't the statues like with alexios or just like masked or something so you couldn't tell which one it was well something like that like I'm like it, it spreads beyond just the marketing too, but like even like like fans will have to if they want like collectibles or something from like the female character, they will have to make their own and stuff. They should have like, just made. Sucks. They should have just made Ivor or whatever the character's name is. They should have just. They, they, they should have just made the character a woman. I mean. In most of the time, most most of the time in this series, uh, when there is, uh, you know, two characters like they did the same thing in Syndicate, right? Like you could play as the dude and his sister, but it was only the dude, if I remember correctly, on the box art. And he was sitting in a chair looking very brooding, but his sister was nowhere to be seen. Well, yeah, it's um, you couldn't. She was like sort of a secondary option, right? Like, I don't think you could play through all the missions of the game as her. I thought you could switch back and forth. Wait, yeah, you one? could switch back and forth freely, and I think yeah. I thought sometimes you had to play as one or the other. Like I thought it switched up. Yeah, there there were some missions as one or the other. I mean, I, I think I think the frustrating thing is, and I actually think this is actually worse than AC Odyssey. AC Odyssey, um, you know, obviously there is Alexios and Cassandra. 
in this game, it seems like they're referring to both characters as uh, Eivor. It's just, it, it's, basically, it's it's kind of like, you know, how, like there are many names that can apply to, you know you know what I mean? Like, it is a, is a name that can apply to, to uh, however someone wants to identify. And I actually feel like a step back, and, and maybe, actually, maybe it's more approachable that way. I don't know. But, like, it feels like they are, like, it, it feels like it's less work for a development team, too, which I guess, I, I'm, I guess, in one way, I don't want them to be doing more work, but also, maybe you should be putting more effort into um, letting people... Isn't, pick, isn't I mean, this the chat, same? Chad is, like, apparently telling me that I'm just, like, deeply wrong about everything that I've seen about Assassin's Creed marketing, so that, like, that, that's, like, fine. Like, whatever. They've they've kept, like, male and female characters, like, on equal footing. Wh- whatever, but I, but, well, I no, think but, the trailer but, like, was a bummer. The, the trailer, trailer was a bummer. The trailer, was a bummer. The, tra- well, the trailer, the trailer was, was a bummer. The trailer was a bummer. And I, and I want to say, like, it's it's hard because I... Again, I, maybe I'm misremembering, but I felt like some of the rumors we had heard about Assassin's Creed Kingdoms uh, about this game before it had launched was that it was going to be co-op-centric. And that's obviously not true. The game is not very co like, I don't think there's any co-op in the game at all. And so part of me was like, well, maybe they didn't want to put in the trailer two characters that looked like protagonists because it would make people think there was co-op. Uh, but also, the, then the, the the way to reject that in your marketing shouldn't be to default. Well, well, then just show the man. Like, but wasn't well, isn't this also the franchise? I can't remember which game, but for the multiplayer, you couldn't play as a woman because they were too hard to animate. Yes. Uh, Do you remember that? Assassin's yes, it was Assassin's Creed that said the too hard yeah. to animate thing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. Ubisoft has had um, a not so great track record with it, and I think it's frustrating, right? Because I mean, it's whatever. What's it's what you've all said, which is like our circle of people who are heavily involved in in playing uh, I mean, you know it, it is it is not your casual game players very heavily favored cassandra over alexios but yet the data suggests from ubisoft said that two to one people picked alexios over cassandra so like it's frustrating but i i'm sure they were like well data suggests that more people prefer the man so let's just show the man again and that that's it's one of those circumstances where like they probably and, like, used data in a way that is frustrating and perpetuates a problem um, rather than trying to say something interesting. Um, yeah, it's. I, I think the only game wait, well, I've... I I want to give Jeff a chance. Sorry. I, okay, I, sorry. I just can't see him talking. So I, it's, 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 Jeff. Sorry, I, I didn't hear him. You're fine. Jeff. Oh, it's fine. fine. Um, like hopefully I'm not too off base here, but I want to touch on what Reb said. Like she said, she feels bad for singling out Ubisoft, but I think it's almost more frustrating me with Ubisoft because I feel like there's some developers that I, I see like you know a white male, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like. I just know that, like, the whoever the guy that made, um, what was it, Kingdom Come, or uh, uh, Kingdom Come, right? Yeah, Deliverance. Kingdom Come Deliverance, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, you know, I'm like, okay, shocker, he's, like, white male dude. But, like, Ubisoft, I feel like in a lot of ways they've done really well. Like you said, they had Jacob and Evie, and Evie was actually, like, an awesome character. Um, then they had Marcus in Watch Dogs 2. Uh, and then Assassin's Creed Origins, they had um, Bayek and Aya, who were both excellent characters. I especially was awesome. And it's like, they clearly have a desire to make these characters, and they actually do a lot of them well, these kind of more diverse, you know, non-white male characters, but they never commit the full way. It's like they're still scared. And I think that's almost more frustrating to me than just a studio I can just write off as like, you know, okay, whatever, they're just like misogynist or just racist or whatever. Like, like they clearly have like a, a wide, um, like a diverse talent pool there, and they care about making me, but like someone... There's something at some level, whether it's at marketing or the top level, is just like, eh, we, we just can't put her on the cover. You know, for and it's just like, go all the way. Just go all in. Who cares? I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think for me, this became especially evident around how we were first pitched Far Cry 5 and then the Far Cry 5 we got. 
Um, ah, uh, yeah. Which is just that, like, I it feels like somewhere on the line, like, um, and I think Yves Gilmont, uh, despite, like, who I think, especially, like, we've seen stories, especially under the pandemic, of ways that Ubisoft is doing a lot to support their teams, which I appreciate. But also, we're seeing stories where, like, um, around times where people were like, well, you're dealing with inherently political stories. Why aren't you leaning into the politics here? Because they're here. And he's like, well, we're telling stories for everybody. We want, care- we want players to make their own decisions around the politics. And, like, that's not how I think creativity and creative art should work, right? Like, Sicario isn't like, well, it's up to your interpretation of how, like, like movies have politics and, and art has politics. And Ubisoft is, is an easy company to get frustrated at because they, they, they their creators deeply want to play in and around and make you consider political themes. And then somewhere in the marketing or in the publishing, we end up getting this really watered down version of what what the game wants to be. And I don't want to give them a bunch of leeway because there are ways that the games fuck up too. And it's not just the marketing. Um, but it, it's frustrating. Um, yeah. yeah. Ubisoft has had this issue for a while. And you're right, Jeff, that like this has been a thing that they've been dealing with for four years, five years probably. Yeah, I feel like Yubi has been at this, the forefront of some of this stuff. Like EA with the Battlefield cover just straight up said it's not changing. We're not getting rid of women and minorities as playable characters in Battlefield um, and stuff like that. And I remember um, a situation where this discussion kind of came up before, but I think they did it in a much better way. It was with Dishonored 2, where um, like Corvo being playable was only mentioned after... Um, like, they didn't talk about it or show Corvo in the entirety of the review. I, I, I'm blanking on her name now. Emily. Um, Emily. It, it was it was Emily um, that they showed the whole time and, you know, showed all of her new powers and new abilities. And then it was kind of a footnote afterwards. They're like, oh, by the way, you can also play as Corvo and he with his abilities from Dishonored 1, which I thought was which I, I thought was a cool way of doing it. Um, you know, both characters also have distinct play styles and that rules for that kind of game like Dishonored where you're experimenting and stuff. I thought they did a really good job there of, um, you know, making it clear. Like, they focused on, you know, the woman, both for being a new character, new abilities and stuff, but, like, the fact that, oh, hey, the guy that you played as in the first game was kind of a um, side note, which I thought was very cool. But, like, just kind of building on that, just, like, I think you be, like, you can just see such, like... I, I played Division 2 uh, recently, and, like, you can see such a divide between what the teams have to say in marketing and then what the actual content of these games have. And then I also think just kind of when trying to, like, talk about, like, a unified design um, and, like... There's an example of where they have like 15 studios are working on this new Assassin's Creed. And I think that kind of makes it hard to kind of unify a, you know, political or thematic statement that's really strong. Um, And I think you can kind of see it in a lot of ways where things where things are kind of pulling in different directions. Sorry, I kind of lost track of what I was saying. No, 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 you're fine. I just I want to I want to circle it back to Assassin's Creed real quick and just say that, like, I like, you know, our issues with the depiction of the main character aside, I find it increasingly difficult to get excited about a new Assassin's Creed game because they be 
over time they've become less and less assassiny. Like like I feel like these are just open world RPGs now at this point. Yeah, um, they are. They are. W- w- which is fine, but at the same time, like uh, like we had been talking about this before we went live. But you know uh, when they said. Oh, Odyssey is going to be, you know, it's a selling point that it's, you know, uh, it, you know, this one is bigger, you know, endless quest. And it's like, God, why? No, please. No, don't make it bigger. Like, and I feel like, I feel like the series has really gotten away from, from the core of what it was like. The last one I played was Black Flag, you know, uh, which was great. Um, but even then, like your first assassination didn't really come until the, the back end of the game um it, a lot of i mean most of it was just a pirate simulator and i feel like i feel like it's almost at this point doing the series is a disservice by pretending that it's about assassins anymore so like see that's that's funny john because black flag was the first one i played and my thought playing that game was like wow all the pirate stuff is awesome but this assassin shit sucks but i sympathize with people who like fell in love with the series around assassin's creed 2 because it's I, obviously the f- the fundamentals of the game have changed so much i i think i said this a few years ago i was like they really should just drop the assassin's creed moniker i understand they have it there because it has that brand power now but, like these are so far removed they should just get it like because the assassin templar shit in the games is so hamstrung like it, it's, it's like all about the historical setting now like this yeah. is just a distraction like get rid of all the assassin templar stuff stop calling it assassin's creed just make it a straight up historical series I, I yeah think... I, I think yeah go ahead zach sorry no 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 um I think I think the biggest issue here is like, uh, and this is you're gonna roll your eyes. It's fine. Uh, the issue here is is uh, capitalism, uh, and <laughs> Assassin's and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, despite all, I think all of us have various hangups with that game in terms of like its bloat and its scale and its size. It was the best selling Assassin's Creed game this generation, despite the fact that it was the least quote unquote Assassin's Creed like game that we've had. I mean, people people tastes have changed. Um, what people want out of these games has changed, and of course, like whether we like it or not, like people are like, well, I want more weapons, I want more places to travel, I want more customization, I want more, ver- and like that's this is where we are. Um, I, I think that my excitement for this game is is purely hinged on any next gen console launch, which is like what it takes to impress me is probably lower, right? Like think about like your Rise Son of Rome's, your your kill, uh, was it Killzone Shadowfall? Yes, still on Shadowfall. Kills on yeah, Shadowfall. Like, launch like, game for... your launch game expectations are lower, uh, and, and so like of course I'm going to buy this game at launch because I'm. I mean, I wasn't. Black Flag was a great launch game though. Sure. Like, like, sure. but, but, like, I'll say this right, like, like, kind of leaping off what Jeff's, uh, you know, Jeff was talking about. I feel like as the series evolves over time, it's become more of an excuse to be like, okay, which historical period can we visit next, as opposed to carrying the, the 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 narrative of the assassins versus the templars forward in any in any meaningful way you just gotta give in um, we're just on ye's wild ride I mean, wasn't there a game? It, it, it is really funny oh sorry go ahead jeff no i was just gonna say wasn't there a game like i know the modern day stuff has been a joke for a while i swear there was one game where they just didn't have any or that was no, um that, they've they they've basically not had any. I remember Origins. I was like fifteen hours in, and then all of a sudden it shifted to like, uh, I'm like, I have no idea who these characters are yeah. or what's going on. And then you could just go around and read some emails or listen to some audio recordings, which I didn't do, and I just Meanwhile, immediately jumped back in. <laughs> like, in Assassin's Creed Two, I remember every time it switched from Desmond, I'm like. Oh. 
god, I gotta play as fucking Desmond now. Like, ah, oh, this is so boring, dumb. So we... I want to run around Rome. What? Go ahead, Zach. No, I just mean, like, let's 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 wrap up this aspect of it. Assassin's Creed Valhalla's cinematic trailer. A little bit disappointed that they only were willing to show the male perspective in it. It's frustrating. I'm sure Ubisoft would point to all sorts of data analytics for why they made that decision. It doesn't make it any less disappointing. Uh, but I actually, unless somebody objects, I want to reframe the presentation of Assassin's Creed Valhalla to what they have announced along with Xbox for next week, which is that uh, we will be seeing the first gameplay next week debuting. Uh, Xbox uh, is hosting a Series X gameplay premiere next Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern time uh, next Thursday. Yes. Maybe uh, we should be streaming it, that, folks. Maybe we should be streaming that. John, a lot of us are – maybe. I'm working. Some people, I'll I don't want to commit to it. I don't want to commit to it yet. But point being, we're going to see some gameplay. Um, and I think we also want to talk about Xbox in terms of predictions. But I want to say, do we think that there's an opportunity here for... There's always an opportunity. Will Ubisoft show uh, uh, the female perspective in this trailer? Are you going to be playing from from um, the female lead perspective in this trailer next week when, when they play it for people from the Xbox's uh, show? nice it would be yeah. nice be cool. i would hope so yeah i, I think they I, will so i do think i, I mean i kind of want to go back to that a little bit like i don't think th this is not like the hill to die on right like i mean i think they're gonna do fine i cassandra was awesome like she was well done like for a reason i don't think this is gonna be like some like terrible sexist game it's just like a little thing that got under my skin because like you know years and years of just you know see like it I was watching the reveal stream, like the the whole thing where he was doing like art and it was like really cool. And people on the internet are shitty. And so like there was just this constant like stream in the chat of, you know, no woman, no woman, no woman, or what, no female. That's what it was. Just all caps, no female over and over and over again. And it was just really, sh it was just sucky. And yeah. so I just kept smiling at it and looking at it because like before they like showed like kind of the beard and like made it clear that it was probably a man. Mm -hmm. um, like I just kept thinking, wouldn't it be really funny if it was just a burly ass Viking woman? Like wouldn't that just like really just, you know, I would love that. To be fair though, her really... design is pretty rad. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. really she, cool. She looks like a badass. <laughs> I, I thought, I was thinking, oh, it'd be so cool if, if, if it's just like, you know, show off this kind of like real burly Viking and then, you know, it scrolls up a little bit and you're like, oh yeah, it's a woman. Yeah. And I was thinking that the whole time. And then just to have it like not be that, just to have it be like, you know, just like another white dude. It was just kind of like, eh, yeah, totally. well, games. You know, just the same. Um, so, but I mean, I think I think it'll be fine. Like, you know, I, 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 you know, what I bet they do actually. I bet we do get her viewpoint in the gameplay. I, I actually would would be willing to pin it on that because I think they, I think they know that they did a good thing with Cassandra, even if more people apparently played as Alexios, which I think is bullshit. Totally, um, those people are wrong. Um, <laughs> but I, I think they know that they had, a, they had a good thing in Cassandra, and they're gonna, you know, want to show that off. And so, well, she's the canon character, right, Reb? Like, I don't, like I don't even know what that means. Like, I think like, so. Yeah, like, like according to like official Assassin's Creed lore, like she exists and Alexios doesn't. Well, like the other character has a role in the story, depending okay. on which I, one you choose. You know, I feel like we're yeah. so past. The point of yeah. Assassin's Creed having quote. Canon. Nobody, ca nobody cares what the yeah. Assassin's Creed canon no. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am like one of those weird like Assassin's Creed people. I really, really loved the first Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Despite it being really repetitive and shit, it was cool. I don't remember it super well, but I remember there's a mission where you have to go, um, like, like, like assassinate this dude who's like, it's like I think he's like this this priest or something, the or priest, like, like a religious yeah. leader or whatever. He's a Catholic and, priest. Yeah, and he's like he's like really deep in this building that has like all these kind of like uh like bar like like 
beams across the ceiling or whatever but it that's like it's like surrounded by people who could spot you and then that's in like a town where a bunch of people like like you have a the whole thing is stealth you yeah. can't you physically cannot just go in there and, and just murder him in like a broad daylight mm. there is no way to do that if you try to do that everyone will kick the shit out of you because there wasn't there, there was a combat mm. system but it was like built for taking on like one or two people and if something like this happened then everyone would just converge on you you would just die like there's just no way to get out um, and so you had to, you had to at least attempt some kind of stealth. Like you could, I mean, you still could like kill him and then fight your way out, but like you, you had to do some elements of it stealth wise. And I remember how exciting it was to like sit there and have to look at this like big structure and like see where like the hay bales were and where like the things I could hide in were. And you know, who could I like, I don't know, like, and you had to get like information from these like informants around the city to figure out where this guy even was and who you were supposed to kill in the first place. And I loved that. It was so much fun. I mean, you know, it wasn't perfect. Like there were many problems with the original Assassin's Creed, uh, but I really loved that loop. And Assassin's Creed 2, I th what I thought it was doing was improving on that loop, but I really, really liked Assassin's Creed 2. But the end result is that moving to Assassin's Creed 2 and then, you know, moving on and on, um, it was just getting further and further away from that. And yeah. I, it's just kind of a bummer because I really love that. And I did love Ezio. Ezio was the other wonderful Assassin's He's Creed such guy. a great character. Oh, he's the like, best. It really, it, like, there really are multiple factions because, like, I've seen so many people making, like, equally, like, passionate statements for, like, going back to the older style of gameplay focusing more on the assassins and templars and then people just being like why don't they just drop that stuff entirely like it it's it's really interesting to kind of see how much of a just straight polarizing divide there is well, in that fan base right now because it makes me think that they could continue doing the thing they're doing right now like they can keep making just these big open world like action rpgs set in different yeah and then do like a periods, smaller scale stealth game or something do like 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 and yeah, and just do like an actual like Assassin's Creed assassin game, like more in the vein of the first but couple I, games. Like, I, I think, think that like comes down to like an apprehension from Ubisoft to commit to like what those games are supposed to be, right? Like and, <coughs> and like and I'll shut the fuck up here in a second, but like no. Ubisoft has had this reluctance to like lean into like what stealth was as a genre, right? Like assassin like Ubisoft's big stealth thing before Assassin's Creed was Splinter Cell, and they have not come back to Splinter Cell, and that's okay. And like and like uh, uh, Ghost Recon. It's not okay, Zach. It's not. It okay. is not okay. They have <laughs> not. Gone, okay, they have gone back okay. to. <laughs> but but what I mean is like like uh, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands and Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Like they both have these like little little hints of stealth, and they allow for it. But like the original Assassin's Creed was like very much like ancient Splinter Cell. Like you're using the same tactics of like like collecting information and moving along upper pipelines and it's an environmental puzzle to figure out who you can take out when in order to maintain a stealthful presence and like that shit is gone and for for you know basically a witcher like formula which is still good but is not the same thing as it as it once was and if you look at like how far cry has become very more much more action oriented like ubisoft has a homogenization homogenization of the content they produce to be very action uh, uh, action, adventure, somewhat RPG elements, always a skill tree. Um, it's always it, a thing you can do where you can sense things around yep. you every oh, time. Oh, of course. No, of course. There's always, there's always a fucking bird who can just see shit. Around <laughs> you. Yeah. No, I mean, and I like assassins. I, I like Ubisoft games, but, um, it, I mean, I think what we're sensing here is like a frustration around them doing pretty good, but not, not quite enough. And also like, lacking the identity and the statement that we want to see right like it feels like they're getting they tiptoe up to the edge of saying something and then they don't fucking do it and and 
Or they do say something, hmm. and then you ask them about the thing they said in an interview, and they're like, no, 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 we weren't actually saying it. Yeah. It's up to interpretation. Yeah, it's totally. whatever you want it to mean. No, it's not. You said a thing. Yeah. Do we think uh, when Skull and Bones actually becomes <laughs> yes. a thing that exists? <laughs> so when I played that at E3 2017, wow. Uh-huh. Uh, when I played a demo of that, it was literally just the boat mechanics from Black Flag. That is what that game was. There is nothing Which sounds awesome, but the, by the way. Yeah, so do we think that when... The, but, yeah, I mean, the thing is, people are just like, okay, just make another black flag. Like, like don't just make a whole game with just those... Yeah. But um, do we think that when uh, uh, that game eventually, like, happens, uh, do we think that it's going to kind of get the same treatment, right? Like, is it going to come out and be like, oh, it's basically just another black flag. Like, it's a big action, so... open-world RPG with, like, you know, a protagonist with a problem and then, like, boats. <laughs> By the way, I just want to point out. Well, isn't it like were... a pseudo MMO or something? No, it's they were positioning it almost like siege with yeah. boats. Like each boat yeah. had unique abilities. It was like oh. a very heavy PvP. Five on oh. five. Like it was five on five type. PvP, but also had a yeah. single player campaign. So, uh... I just want to point out real quick, Zach. Yeah. Protagonist with a problem is an amazing name for your indie band. So <laughs> if you if you've got a band and you need a name, that's up for grabs. So. So what I've heard about Assassin's Creed, or and I'm sorry, wow, that's not good. Um, what, I've heard about, what I've heard about Skull and Bones is that it is very much still a studio. The Singapore Ubisoft studio is still focusing on it, um, but there are other studios who, I mean, like like we're seeing with Assassin's Creed, a lot of studios end up lending hands here and there, and so that game is still very much in development, and they have just as many people working on it. They've just split up the teams in the way they're doing it. Um, and it's the same thing with Assassin's Creed, which is like, okay, but when you have a lot of hands reaching into that same creative pot, what does the end of product look like? And it's homogenized. Um, so I, I think that, yes, inevitably, whenever we see Skull and Bones, it will be like, ah, cool, so this is just a shinier black flag. And, like, yeah. like that's what that's going to be. And, and, the thing and is, it'll be great. And the thing no, is, it'll be, be like an 85 to a 92 on Metacritic. Like, that's the thing. It'll no, be, do you be think, you think we'll Do you think we'll see it next week? No, no, John, John, yeah, UB is like that game's not that and Beyond Good and Evil 2. They yeah. every single time they have a financial call, they're like, it's not coming okay. anytime but, soon. I think there was enough information. The creative director left, and it, basically, you can assume that the whole game was rebooted probably, probably. in the last two years. Yeah. So, so, like, listen, we're talking about next week. Um, unless anybody has anything else on Assassin's Creed, I think we can, I just, don't, I think we can just talk about so, so. Let's let's set the stage. So, okay, Xbox, set the stage. So, set so the Xbox and Sony have both been kind of on a standoff. Justin and I have been kind of people who've been following. Uh, uh, Justin and I, and also Sam Tolver from Windows Central, have been covering a lot of next gen news for SEGC. Sony and Microsoft have been in a standoff pretty much since since uh, the Game Awards in December of who's going to show what and when for next gen. Um, finally, Microsoft uh, is saying a lot more. They've been saying a little bit, but they're finally like, okay, we're ready to show games next week. Uh, after they announced that, Aaron Greenberg, their marketing lead, said, actually, this event next week is going to be focusing on third-party games only, not first-party. So we are we are expecting things like Ubisoft and, and, and potentially EA and potentially CD Projekt Red. Um, and so I guess I wanted to feel beyond Assassin's Creed, which is confirmed, what do we think we're going to see from, from Xbox? Uh, and Well, Xbox hosting. And also... I'm... Sh- sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, you cut off. I thought you were not. You're fine. All I'm going to say is that these games, um, because they're third party, you can expect them to be on PS4 and yep. PS5 and Xbox One, which means 
my personal opinion is that this this is going to be a cool show for everybody. Um, there was a there was a very funny. I'm sorry, I'm scrolling You're up fine. in the chat to find it again. There was a very funny headline earlier today from is it the uh, push, push Square. Push, the Push Square. The push Square yeah. headline was. Third-party PS5 games to debut gameplay at Xbox Series X yeah, in its week, which is like funny curious. as shit, just because it's accurate. Like, yeah, 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 and it's and it's curious, right? Because like it's it's twofold. One for people like us, it's it seems like a mistake because it's like, so why would you want someone's first impressions of what your Xbox Series X can do be something that can look like? Yeah, it'll probably like like the best console version of Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be on the Xbox, hmm. but it will only look slightly better than the, the PS5 version. So, like, why would you do that? But but they also, the other thing is, like, to a casual consumer who just sees the, the Xbox splash screen, they're going to think that game is exclusive. Because that's how marketing deals work. To a casual audience, they don't understand what that is. Um, it's weird. It's weird to lead with just third party. But what do we expect? I mean, obviously, Microsoft has had a partnership with CD Projekt Red. Are we expecting more Cyberpunk next week? I've got a hot prediction. Okay. Elden Ring. Yeah, probably. From is Software's not- game. That's Wait, from Software's game. Hold on. When did that did that get shown? It was announced at an Xbox conference. Okay. Was it they Xbox showed, last year? Yeah, they showed, Xbox, Xbox, they showed it at Xbox last year. Uh, and they also uh, Xbox showed Sekiro and Dark Souls 3. It, okay. I think then I yes, think, I agree with that pr- prediction. I think Elden Ring. I think it's time. I, I think I think Elden Ring shows up next week for sure. Yeah, I got that. Would be cool. That would be cool. Do we think, um, Jeff? Jeff, do you think that's a launch title? I mean, I feel like from software, some from, no. from software sells well, but I think they know better <laughs> enough to launch in a launch. Not for title. a launch title. No, uh, I got a prediction. I, okay. I think we might <laughs> see a Bethesda game there. Huh. I like that. Skyrim. <laughs> you know, I think Skyrim was smart delivery. <laughs> Skyrim and Fallout seventy six optimized for Xbox Series X. <laughs> Actually, you know, well, yeah, I bet we do see quite a few game you already know optimized totally. for Xbox Series well, X. Yeah. I bet that is Google Stadia on Xbox Series X. Okay, but but in all seriousness, to Justin and Jeff's point, like I think that we do see Bethesda there. Uh, one, because Bethesda has said, hey, we aren't going to be showing, uh, we're not having our own event this year. Um, we're going to be showing some other stuff at other times, but it's going to be spread out. I think it's 100% plausible we see them next year, but or I'm sorry, next week. Uh, but we will probably just be seeing, uh, one, potentially ports, but also maybe Star, is it Stargate? Starfield, Starfield. that's what I was thinking. I mean, I know. I, how long has it been I, since Fallout 4? Uh, yeah, no, I, like, I was there was a rumor going around. Last time. So. I we're not seeing Starfield till 2024. No. no oh yeah. No, that. dude. At the rate they no, I, we games. see Starfield before then. We're not seeing. We're not uh, seeing they, the next they Elder games, Scrolls till 2024. They put out games uh, every four or five years historically, yeah. and it's it's been almost five years since yeah. Fallout Four. Yeah. You know, in, in the chat, Resident Evil something would be would be no, interesting. Sony. Resident Evil. It'll be Sony. You think so? Sony's Sony. been yeah. Sony's done all of the yeah, Resident that's Evil. That's why I went with Bethesda because I think they've had a marketing. Yeah, Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda yeah. is a good choice. I How I think we. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Brad. You, you go, you go, you. Um. So yeah, Assassin's Creed would be cool to see. I think El- Elden Ring would be cool. I think maybe we get a glimpse at Cyberpunk. Maybe not like a big blowout, yeah. but like, hey, here it is running uh, like a trailer cut on Series X or something. Yes. Yes. Um, I think I think we might also get like a sizzle reel of games that are getting uh, smart delivery upgrades totally. for uh, for sure, uh, just, uh, yeah. like and just, just, something like Doom Eternal running um, 
like nightmare settings, possibly at 120 FPS. Because, like because it's like a bullshit marketing term, I just want to really quickly say. Uh, smart delivery is Microsoft's term oh, yeah. for. Smart delivery is Microsoft's term for. If you bought it on Xbox Series X, or I'm sorry, if you bought it on Xbox, Xbox One, One, your port will be upgraded to the shiniest, best performing version on your next gen console. But it is up to the publisher and developer to opt into that. So if yeah. if Activision, not that Activision has a track record, <laughs> if Activision was like, I don't care that you bought Modern Warfare on the Xbox One, I want you to pay again. They have every right to do that, but they also are allowed to just be like. We're gonna honor your license, and here's this free upgrade. Uh, so, so far, so far, only um, CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk and uh, Ubisoft have confirmed that they're gonna be doing it. Uh, Ubisoft outright confirmed it for um, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla, but they also, in their calls, have talked about how they're updating stuff like Rainbow Six Siege and some of their other service games, yeah. um, and how that will pro- that will be um, they will be updating those for every, um, which is cool. Yeah. So I just saw somebody in chat say, I'm hoping for some Beyond Good and Evil 2. Keep hoping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Keep on hoping. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, so so my thing about CD Projekt Red is I want to see more Cyberpunk because we haven't seen that much gameplay from there. Um, obviously there's That's no- why I think we see, like, a quick sizzle reel but, kind of thing. Yeah, but I'm also skeptical because when they had that, that conference uh, about a month ago now, I think it was a financial report? Uh, they were like, yeah, we are planning to have versions for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and yes, we will be taking your smart delivery, but we cannot guarantee, or I think, I think they said outright, we will not have day-and-date support for next-gen right. consoles. Okay. So Which is not surprising. But but if you... I, I thought they had only said that about PS5, they, which kind they, of well, they had some... Well, they vague, but I yeah. mean, honestly, there are things you can build into your games, such as unlocked frame rate and dynamic resolution toggles which would allow you to automatically without very much developer input uh allow your yeah. game to scale up to the next gen console so they could build that into so, it what about so here's here's one uh, i'm i'm gonna make a spicy prediction all right and then red but I we want to see prediction first we see the crisis remaster and they introduce it with but can it run Crisis? Oh, and then they God. they show they show the remaster. I would absolutely hate that. I, I, I want it, it but, so bad. Yeah, I mean, I hate it, but sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Red. Uh, I predict that we're going to see at least two sports games. See, oh, for sure. Okay, now, but Madden this is, and this is probably EA. I, I, I want all of your perspectives, but I also want Reb on this. Because I've, I've been thinking about this, right? So, so we're in a weird position for sports in the fall. Um, oh yeah. You know, they're either not happening. <laughs> yes. We're either, for, either by not, many definitions of that sentence. They're either not happening or they are yes. happening in stadiums with empty stands. Yeah. So so there's to me there's two scenarios. One, these games don't sell at all because they're bizarre and it's strange. Or two, they sell way better than usual because people are like, "Fuck, I really miss watching the Lions get the shit kicked out of them all the time uh, uh every Sunday like I am." Uh how does how the fuck do you position a sport game to be exciting next week? Because I feel like you can't. I feel like you well, really I mean, can't. I mean, I think people that are starved for sports stuff might be really excited about a sports game yeah. still releasing. Like, if Madden is still coming out, but like football isn't happening, like then Madden becomes a foot a bigger football event. Sure. Um, there have also been like I mean this is this is racing but they're they're also like NASCAR is doing all of its stuff in iRacing and like 
I, I saw, I didn't fully read the story today, so I'm just like remembering very vaguely, but I think there was like some mm. tennis championship mm. somewhere that was doing it full, like just having a tournament with its actual players in like a tennis game or something. <laughs> I, I do not remember what this was. It, it's funny because like racing, the skills actually do translate, but in every other sports game, they just absolutely do not. Yeah, because um, it's the same It's the same simulator that they use to train yeah. for NASCAR. So but they just... nothing else translates. Yeah. <laughs> funny. But um, I do think that there, there's like a possibility for like, like cross promotion, right? Totally. Between like the sports teams, because they're like not fucking doing anything else right now so just like get them in there and like have them you know find some way to sort of promote well, those games and i guess madden like, tournament on mixer with a bunch of oh nfl athletes i mean it'd be great yeah no it probably would. no i like like it, it popped in my head and it was like half a joke thing but like that seems like something that would be great to do well, so also, this is sorry go, go ahead. ahead sorry All I was no, no, say no, is, like, one of microsoft's big selling points here is that like the xbox series x has the ability to scale up to 120 frames per second and, like, if we're already hitting 4K60 on current-gen consoles for sport games, I can totally see them wanting to show a third-party sport game that can, like, potentially have 120 show FPS the mode. sweat glistening. Yeah. The, you want to see that sweat fall at 120 Ray trace sweat reflection. Yeah. I don't know what footballs are made out of. What? I don't Pig know. Pigskin, baby. Pigskin. Pig the skin. individual pigs on the skin of the foot. <laughs> <laughs> no. You can so, see it. You can I, see the sadness in its eyes before it got turned into a football <laughs> jesus that got dark okay. real fast okay wait, wait, wait. um <laughs> i've got i've got one more, i've got one more prediction for next week um and it's probably wrong but whatever i'll throw it out there nether realm studios will be there in some form uh either with uh less likely mortal Kombat. i think we're gonna get a new dc fighting game i feel like it's too soon though right? new injustice i feel like they do i mean injustice years. launched what three years ago two well, years ago they just or mortal, mortal Kombat. Kombat enhanced for series x yeah. and yeah. some I new mean, dlc I, character or something i i just i i think i think i think wb will be there in some capacity uh what and does i WB think even make i'm so tired batman I don't know what batman, batman. Well, oh, hey yeah. hey what if wb's been very quiet for a what very if, long they time they did like a tweet where they're like we're doing a batman that was in september like, what? reb and i'm then, not joking that, that was in september i wish i was, that was kidding that was ten thousand years ago yeah. what if, there was no follow-up to that what if we see either <laughs> that that long rumored uh, uh, Arkham game or the Harry Potter game that leaked. Oh, from oh. Avalanche? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe. I, I feel like they might kind of spread those out between the two platform holders. It's going to be one or the other. Yeah, yeah. When do we do for Hitman again? When's that happening? Well, Ooh, so, that's a good so question, I'll, actually. Well, Two's still like, being updated, isn't it? No, Is I, think, I, think I, they just, I think they just oh, okay. announced that they were like, okay, we're done with new content for Hitman 2, um, which is understandable, but also... Hitman, as far as I know, uh, IO Interactive was was in a deal with WB, but they are not owned by WB anymore. Which means that, like, because there there were rumors last year in which Microsoft was in talks with uh, IO Interactive for, and I think those have fallen through because it's been a long time since I've heard anything about that. Um, but like, it's been a while since we've heard from Hitman, but I also don't expect WB to be partnering with them again because Hitman Two flopped. Uh, just as hard, if not worse, than than the first Hitman. Oh, that's uh, a bummer. Well, it's what about Square hit. Enix? Uh, what about Square Enix in general? Square, Do we think they're going to show up? No, not no, at Xbox. No. I mean, Microsoft, Final Fantasy 16 time, baby. Let's I, roll. I do think there's potential. So Microsoft, for a long time, Phil Spencer has publicly said that like he's really interested in courting a Japanese studio to come under. Yeah, they're held, for a while. Granted, they're third party centric, so I I kind of don't see that happening at this show. Um, but you know, 
it would be interesting. It's not going to happen at this show, no. but I do, I bet we get some kind of announcement in the next year. Yeah. Probably in the next, like, four or five months or so. Hell, probably fired. before launch, because they want to show that JRPGs are actually going to be on that platform for once. Yeah. What about, what I, about... I don't think Square Enix is the thing they pick up, either. What about more Avengers? Do you think we'll get Avengers is partnered with Sony. Oh, are they partnered with Sony? not my conference. Avengers is partnered with Sony. There's some exclusive content on PS4 and stuff. I think we definitely see Avengers at an eventual PS5 Probably, thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But I, not at, not at Xbox. So, so to kind of wrap it up, it feels like we're, defi- obviously, Assassin's Creed, probably uh, uh, Cyberpunk, probably something from EA, a sports title. Yeah, Zach, sorry, I, I want to pause you. No, I know you're I'm going through a list. Can, can, I out, can I out our recent DM about EA? Yes. Is that kosher to talk yeah, about? So Zach and, yes. Zach and I have been having a conversation lately about like what EA is up to. Um, hmm. and Zach has astutely noticed that EA has announced a couple times in the last couple weeks that they are winding down updates on, what do we say, ba- Battle... Battlefield Dies and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Battlefront 5. <laughs> 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 right. Um, they, they, have, they have basically said this next content update is going to be the last... Like, they're still going to keep the servers up, but the, the, last, the next content updates are going to be the last ones. And so we kind of had a conversation. It sounds like they are basically gearing up for another big live service thing that is kind of outside the usual remit and if you look at um kind of their financial calls i again i'm like spitballing on the headline because i can't i'm tired i can't remember anything um but they said that they were going to come out with i think they said 14 new games in 2020 now they said this like before covid19 fucked the world so presumably that might not no longer be an accurate statement but like some of those were like sports titles, um, and they were talking about like bringing in, um, you know, like some of their old IP, right? Like they were talking about Command and Conquer. They were talking yeah. about, you know, some of their other things. Um, and so I'd, I'd have to pull up that article and like read it again to remember the things that were kind of on the docket. Some of those are EA originals, right? Like some of those are indies. Um, but it does seem like they have some kind of like new live service thing planned along those general lines that they might be announcing soon. Sure. Justin, you have your hand up. Yeah, so today they did say, at least in regards to DICE with Mm. the live services winding down, that DICE is focusing Mm. all in on the next Battlefield for next-gen consoles next fall. Which is... Um, Okay, well, that answers it then. Yeah, which which I think is very necessary. Battlefront 2 had an amazing turnaround and was supported very well. Um, on the complete other hand, Battlefield 5 live service was, I think, the worst I've ever seen. I've heard other um, people say that, too. And yeah. really, and I, I'm a, I was a huge, huge Battlefield fan. And the support that Battlefield 5 got really soured me on that game and that franchise. Oh. So I think they're all hands on deck to actually get the next game together. And, and I want to throw, I, I throw one final blanket for anybody who wants to make a last-minute prediction for Xbox. So the last thing I'll say um, in, in regards to DICE um is that these things are new um mm-hmm. the plans to to wrap up battlefield 5 and battlefront 2 based on comments from current and former uh employees at dice suggest that these things um were not part of the plan um yesterday a community they sound like abrupt yesterday, decisions yesterday the community manager uh for battlefront 2 said everyone who makes this game loves making this game we watch the new shows together we watch the movies together we have premieres together we go to the movie you know we do all these things together 
and we wanted to keep making this stuff for this game because we wanted to. And if we can't bring you more content, don't think it's because we, we didn't feel like we wanted to. It was because we were told we can't, which is basically what he implied. And then the former multiplayer producer who has since left DICE said, when we launched our, our Pacific update in December, it was meant to be it was about to be the, the start of our turnaround for the game. That was the intent. It is not being followed through on. So it seems like something is... And, and granted, since since those things have happened, um, EA has said that, hey, you know, DICE, your LA studio is now not your your support studio anymore. Uh, they're going to be working with Vince Zampella. But EA um, seems like, you know, maybe COVID is a good opportunity to reshuffle your deck and, um, you know, start, start placing new bets rather than, um, you know, letting it ride. Um, but it's, it's weird. Listen, okay, we got to wrap up because we're almost at time here. Sorry, my final prediction no, is fine. that it's everything <laughs> that we have just listed now, we have listed a lot of big things. My yeah. actual prediction for this yep. thing is it is an inside Xbox event. It's like, what, an hour long? Something like that? I Some, guarantee I guarantee you that 45 minutes, this inside Xbox is not going to be gameplay trailers. It's going to be other things yeah. of some sort. Um, and then like, there's going to be like 15 minutes of stuff or whatever. And it's going to be far fewer exciting things than we think it's going to be. I mean, Probably. even there was even a tweet from Aaron Greenberg that kind of made it sound like, Hey, the big blowout you guys are waiting for isn't next this week. Is it's a little if, bit if, later. And if people who know Aaron Greenberg, if Aaron Greenberg is, is downplaying, <laughs> yeah. you should set your expectations. <laughs> you, Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed is going to be the big game. Yeah. Like yes. that is going to be the yeah. big, big yeah. show. Like, I don't. Be a few other things. We're not like seeing, but it seems pretty clear. We're not seeing Halo Infinite. No, we're no, not no, seeing no, no, no. Um, no. big exclusive games made just for next gen. We're gonna see Xbox Series X versions of cross gen games coming out this fall. Yeah. So temper <laughs> your expectations. Anyway, sorry, that was my no. That's it. Jeff, Jeff, I feel like I've, I, I feel personally responsible. Jeff. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you haven't said about what you think we might see next week? No, I, I'm more interested in the first party stuff, which sounds like yeah. we'll come to later, because I really, really want to see Forza Tactics. Forza Tactics. Yeah. I know that's coming. One last piece of, one last piece of spice. <laughs> Don't expect a Forza this launch, at launch time. Don't I, I, I would agree with you. Yeah. Really? Because they even took last Boo. year off. They took uh, last year... Yeah, Ooh, I love Forza. Boo. I like. I mean, I, I'm fine with that if they need to. I like tooling. Forza, but turns out it's very hard to launch a Halo game on time, and sometimes you need to ask your friends at different studios to come help you wrap up. Um, and I wish that was a joke, but that's what is supposedly happening. Uh, so, so is is Master Chief going to be riding like a? He's going like to be riding. Yeah, he's going to come in hot on a fucking Mustang. <laughs> that those warthogs are going to handle so good. I want to yeah. see the sweat. I want to see the sweat ro rolling down those um, hogs as no, they race around the track. We're way off topic. Uh, we all have a little bit more information than we should about. Um, and 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 Margarita's actually not talk about uh, Halo. So, John. <laughs> Please take us I'll, home. All right, I'll take us home. Just a, a few quick housekeeping items. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you're not in the Discord, we do have a Discord with a bunch of people and a lot of channels. Just uh, be fucking cool if you come, okay? Don't yeah, be just be cool. cool. <laughs> don't fuck around. Come be on. cool. Don't 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 come in there with with you know any bullshit. Just you know we're we like it. It's a nice positive place where people can talk about games or you know movies or life or television or just anything they want to talk about as long as you keep it positive and as long as you are respectful to other people that includes yourself uh also a uh, few things coming up this weekend um uh saturday night we have community game night i haven't decided what game we're gonna do yet 
but I think I'm going to move away from Nintendo maybe and try something that's free to play that a bunch of people can get down on. Fortnite. Uh, what's that? Well, nothing. Didn't say anything. Oh, okay. oh sorry. I thought you said something. Uh, and uh, Sunday night, it looks like we're doing a Jackbox uh, stream. Uh, time as to be determined, but we're going to do a Jackbox stream on Sunday night. I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, Trials of Mana review dropping this weekend. Uh, if you have not checked out Zach's uh, review for Gears Tactics, uh, that is on the YouTube channel and all the podcast services for you to listen to, as well as myself, Jeff, and Reb talking about our feelings on Animal Crossing uh, a month later. Uh, that was a really fun conversation. And that is also on all the podcast services. Um, does anybody have anything else that they want to say before we sign off here? No. Okay. I'll, I'll take that as a no. Uh, just, just remember, uh, you know, th there's a lot going on right now, and I know things are really difficult, and some of you may be going through uh, feelings of anxiety and depression because of all the social uh, social isolation we're being we're being forced to do but just remember that this is this is for everybody's good not just yours uh and um by staying at home and keeping yourself healthy you're you're doing the right thing and if you need to talk to somebody please reach out there you've got somebody who cares about you i i know you do reach out to them uh talk to them uh just tell people how you're doing and encourage them to do the same we all have to look out for each other right uh, so do what you can to take care of each other please uh, because you all matter a great deal to us and um, we just want you to be okay. We want everybody to be okay. Uh, and with that, uh, it's not always poetry. It's we not don't always agree. poetry. It's, uh, and we it's... don't always agree. But we <laughs> always keep, keep it real. Oh, God. <laughs> Cut the podcast power. <laughs>